0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Deshaun Watson talking about the matchup against Joe Burrow this weekend. And whether or not, Dustin, uh, he gets any uh, extra juiced up, right? He gets extra excited for this game. In reality... For me, first off, these guys have never faced off in the NFL. Uh, Joe did play the Texans in, or sorry, the Bengals did play the Texans in 2020, but Joe Burrow was already hurt by that point. If you remember, he hurt his knee, uh, I think halfway through that season. So this is the first time these two elite-level quarterbacks have ever matched up. And I don't know, man. I I look at this and, and say maybe this could be the beginning of a truly great quarterback rivalry.
2: Uh, I I better be. Uh, I know Burrow is going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the league. The question is, does Deshaun Watson bounce back from not playing for two years? You know, I mean, that's the biggest question. I I think we've seen enough from Joe Burrow to know that this guy is going to be an elite level quarterback. for.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think the only (laughs) real quick, you broke up there, buddy. What you got for us? We'll uh we'll get no, go ahead, Nicky. Sorry. Oh, sorry. We got you back though. Yeah, I'm back. All righty. I didn't go anywhere. Um, well, I mean, you went away from us, and I so you know maybe not literally. <laughs> you're still sitting there. Um, it's just yeah, it really is. The the only question in, in the only side of the equation we question is Deshaun and how quickly he can come back. And there's a part of me like I I started the show um saying this, Dustin, like. There's a big part of me that, that looks at this game and think it. I, I think it represents an opportunity for Deshaun to begin to take his place as the face of the Browns organization because look at what's at stake from his side of things. One, you have a good game. Yeah. All of a sudden, it erases <clears throat> last week. Two, you beat Joe Burrow, and now you're two within two games of the Bengals in this division with four games to go, and... You could be within one game of a wild card spot at that. Oh, and you just beat Joe Burrow, one of the three faces of the NFL at quarterback, young faces. I mean, I think that's a lot. Yep. I think that I think there's a lot at stake for Deshaun in a positive way in this game.
2: I, I think we'll feel a lot differently about the game and about the player and about everything going forward after this game. I, I hate to put too much on the plate of Deshaun, like expectation wise. But dude, if you duel Burrow, and and get us to six and seven, and 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 all of a sudden you play you know halfway decent football, I I think fans, and and maybe even some of the fans that are not on the Deshaun Watson train right now, will start to be like, oh, maybe we do have a, a good quarterback. Maybe we do have the best quarterback in the last twenty plus years. So, uh, there there is a lot at stake this week, not just from a win loss perspective, but I think for for Deshaun in in the favor he um wants to to have with the fans here
1: you know it we haven't been able to have a lot of quarterback comparison talks with Deshaun because we haven't seen him at his zenith yet and and, and honestly we've, right. we've just been like completely weighed down by the off the field conversations do you think that Deshaun is in the same category with Joe yeah I do I would too like I I I I, th- I think he better be. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't. So I agree with you. Like he's going to have to be, but you know, I it it's really when it comes down to it. To me, mm-hmm. the number one thing that really carries water for me and interest outside of the Cleveland Browns is I I and I I I'm not I'm pretty sure everybody feels the same way as great quarterback rivalries like. I don't just think uh-huh. Deshaun and Joe have an opportunity to be a good AFC North rivalry. Like, this is the kind of rivalry that I think can spill over into the playoffs eventually, that I think we can talk about, you know, if if both guys can stay healthy and both teams don't completely screw it up, like, this is the kind of rival we could look back on. And Listen, I don't know anything's ever going to be Brady and Manning, right? But, like... Think about all those great right. quarterback rivalries we had in the 80s and 90s like Bernie versus Elway right Marino versus Montana like I think both guys have the talent to 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 sit at that level and and again I think this weekend is kind of an important beginning to that especially considering the Browns have had so much success before against Joe and against the Bengals before Deshaun even showed up
2: wouldn't it be fun to have have rivalries with quarterbacks? Yeah. Like the 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 Mahomes Allen thing is gonna be going on for quite some time. I would like to throw our quarterback in, in that, that uh that ring, right? I mean, why can't it be Mahomes and Allen and Burrow and Watson?
1: Yep. Well, and I mean, like, that's just the beginning. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Watson, and look I mean Herbert can be in that conversation obviously. Russ is a little bit older, but sure. like Russ if he reclaims his career could be in that conversation. Um I mean oh by the way we forgot Lamar. <laughs> like you know he's he's pretty good. Yeah, it, it, you know he's good at football. So oh, Tua with the way he's playing looks like a franchise quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is over in Jacksonville. Um I mean I just like I don't know if you like when I really fell in love with football. In at the time, the central it was Warren Moon and Bernie Kosar. Like I remember, uh-huh. like it was just any time the Oilers and the Browns played, I just as like a three-year-old kid, I couldn't take my eyes off the field because it was just two guys who were gunslingers, right? But then you you, you extrapolate that out, Dusty. You had Jim Kelly. You did have Elway. Like. We had a really nice long run there where it was uh Brady and Manning and then you did have Big Ben like you had other good quarterbacks in the conference but right now almost all of the true franchise quarterbacks the real weight and power over the next 12 years in the NFL it sits in the AFC and I, I absolutely think from a talent perspective, Deshaun Watson has everything you need to to be in that con- – not just in that conversation, but to run that conversation. Right. And that – like, since 1989, since 1992, the Cleveland has not had a quarterback that, that could be in that conversation. And that's what is so enticing. And, again, it all starts this weekend.
2: I can't wait to see it. You know, there is a lot of pressure on this game and on Deshaun, but – you know, like, like Bernie said, I mean, they got a chance. And I I do think maybe it's a good thing, you know, that that Deshaun didn't play great against the Texans because had he gone out there and just tore them up, wouldn't we be going to this game cocky? Yeah. Wouldn't we be going to this game thinking this is a guaranteed win? Yep. And now at least people are looking at it and saying, yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, Deshaun didn't play that great this past weekend. And this, that, and the other. I just think I think it's sort of actually lowered and, and kind of tempered the expectations for this game in particular.
1: It's funny you say that, because uh at two, I asked folks, like, what's the what's the bare minimum the Browns need from Deshaun Watson to beat Joe Burrow this weekend? And we had a lot of really great responses. I'm gonna get yours in a second, but part of my thought was it is it is the one good thing about playing like absolute dog you-know-what against the Texans is, like, I had a bunch of people be like, well, 65% completion percentage, give me 225 yards and a touchdown. If Deshaun had balled out against the Houston Texans, we would have said Deshaun has to win this game, right? Like, not just the defense has to do it. We would have said if Deshaun had balled out, like, 300 yards, uh, five touchdowns against the Texans, we would have absolutely said, i right, he's got to recreate that this weekend because he's got to be the guy. He has to slay the dragon that is the Bengals led by Joe Burrow.
2: And that's not the case right now. I mean, we we now think, hey, one touchdown, 200 yards, no picks. I'll take it. Sign me up for that because if, if I get that from Deshaun Watson on Sunday – I think the Browns offensive if line, offensive line and running attack is good enough to put the Browns in a position to win the football game. Is that your and bare minimum? Win, what about 200 yards on a touchdown? Mhm. Cuz yeah, I do that's, that's that's the bare minimum of flair.
1: Well, cuz I think it's important that Deshaun scores one of the touchdowns. I mean, look, offensively, he didn't score any uh, against the Texans. So, you're going to need you know i i don't think the defense is going to get you 24 points or whatever you had against the texans so you're
2: going to need i do nick i do, i do want to see deshaun run a little bit more mhm i'd like to see some more scrambles this week maybe even some more rpo designed quarterback runs i think those could get him you know get his confidence going early in the game and you know keep the sticks moving you know that's that's the thing where we haven't had a quarterback that can run well here you you could run it or you could throw it right
1: that's. I think that's. Right, that's I actually think that's Pat Shermer's message to Kev uh, to to Deshaun Watson this weekend is you could run it or you could throw it. And I, I said earlier, give me give me RPOs based off of Kareem Hunt, Deshaun Watson, and Nick Chubb on the field at the same time. And because I don't know any defense, let alone the Bengals, that can defend that level of talent in your backfield if the quarterback's got one or two reads and can then pitch it like. That's that's impossible to defend, even in today's NFL.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's, I, I look, it's a college concept that teams certainly have have slowed down, but it's unstoppable. When you've got a quarterback that's the fastest guy on the on the field, you see with Lamar in in Baltimore. Like I, I'm not concerned. I don't think Watson's going to take a lot of hits. I think he'll he's smart and he'll get out of bounds and get down when necessary, but. Take advantage of that, for God's sakes. I mean, especially when you got a guy that's trying to like, get his his sea legs back up underneath of him in terms of the the speed of the game, I, I think that's a great opportunity and should be uh, a big part of the game plan.
1: 216-578-0092. Uh, what's the bare minimum the Browns need from Deshaun on Sunday to win? And, and you kind of gave your thoughts there, you know, 200 yards and in a touchdown – I think Deshaun scoring a touchdown himself or being directly responsible. He throws four, he runs for a touchdown's huge. And I mentioned earlier six big plays. Whether it's six impact plays, like you know, twenty yard plus plays, or whether it's just timely plays, I think I think about three big plays a half is what it's gonna take to get done. And in that scenario, by the way, Dustin, when I'm talking bare yeah. minimum big plays, the defense still plays really well in that scenario. Nick Chubb doesn't have a lot of problems running. I think if you get that, the, the run the ball with Chubb, good defense in six big plays from Deshaun, I think you have a not just a real chance. I think you'll get the W on Sunday.
2: Well, I I don't disagree, and we're gonna find out. I mean, this game. I wish it was tomorrow. If t- today uh, feels like a Friday to me, but I I just I cannot wait to see this game because I'm so curious to see how much better Deshaun can get from that first game to this game against a quality opponent.
1: And I'm and I'm also curious like is it a jump? Is it a half step? Is it, you know, uh, and and by the way, how does that factor into the Browns hold over the Bengals? Cuz I I think that's another part of this where the Browns have owned the Bengals recently. Can you continue that? with or in spite of Deshaun Watson and the way that he plays. Two one six five seven eight double oh nine two. What is the bare minimum the Browns need from Deshaun to win on Sunday? And I do while we're on the topic of this game of Deshaun Watson on Twitter, uh, Chris saying I can't remember was the bare minimum what the Browns gave up in the trade for Watson. Didn't they also give him the bare minimum contract too? Yeah, I get it. I get it. But the reality is Sunday. (laughs) Sunday against the Texans, that is the reality. And I don't think what Deshaun did or how he played was acceptable, but we don't really have a choice, right? Like, the Browns are going to have to work around it until he gets up to speed. So it's not about, like, are we going to love seeing a guy that only throws for 225 yards and a touchdown – it is about what do the Browns need to win from Deshaun Watson? Because if your if your answer is it's going to be a franchise quarterback, well then you're more likely to be disappointed.
2: Um. So so what do you think? I mean, what 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 is the kind of happy medium for this game for De, for Deshaun Watson?
1: Um. I think I just just give me a step forward. Six six plays, right? Six big plays across four quarters. 225-plus yards and at least one touchdown from him. And and you know what? There's one other thing I forgot earlier. 60% of your passes. I just If you can't be electric, be efficient. I'll take okay. that. Uh, we do have a caller here. Let's go with Mark. Mark, what you got for us, buddy?
3: Hey, guys. Uh, my take on what Deshaun needs to do is around what you guys are talking about. Uh, 200 yards, 225 yards for the game has to be, you know, maybe 24 of 30, you know, in that area. However, I I think they do need to run him uh, a little more. I don't, you know, I don't want him to take big hits. But I think, you know, in the first game that he came out, this is one thing that I loved about Deshaun in uh, his first game out was his nerves were so crazy that I think he underperformed. Uh, You know, he was throwing the ball into the dirt. I think that was nerves, which – I like. I like to see a quarterback that really, you know, has passion and love for the game. He was big, you know, just dying to get out there and do something uh, big. And I don't think the uh, the, uh, coaches helped him out too much. You know, I think they had a game plan from uh, from, uh, the first series. It was Deshaun Watson of uh, game six or seven, you know, after the nerves were all calmed down. They, you know, they spread the guys out, they tried to throw the ball. Then they would put uh, uh, Kareem Hunt in there. You know you're going to throw the ball. Then they'd put uh, Chubb in there. You know they're going to run the ball. Uh, it was very predictable, and, and I don't think it, they helped him out in any way to, to calm his nerves in that first 2-3 series. But in the second half, when they started running the ball and uh, you know controlling the game clock, I think mm-hmm. he settled in a little bit. And I think against Cincinnati, is I think he's going to be where we want him to be. I think he's going to be uh, – Partially the Deshaun Watson that we were expecting. I don't think he's going to be the Deshaun Watson of six or, you know, games down the road here, but I think you're going to see a, a quarterback that's uh, running efficiently, he's throwing efficiently, he's not going to throw it in the dirt. And uh, I'm pretty excited to watch and see what he does. I, but uh, I'm, my take is pretty much the same. You know, let's, let's just get a little improvement. And uh, I think this guy's uh, got a very high ceiling. I think we're uh, going to be happy with. End, end result of what Deshaun Watson brings to this this city, and I, you know, once we once we get him uh, where he can play at the level we think he can play, we're gonna have a quarterback of the future. We're gonna uh, we're gonna love it, and we can uh, you know start putting some other pieces and parts around him. So I, it's been a long time since we've had a quarterback like that. You know, maybe Bernie Kosar, you know, has been a a quarterback that we've had for years, and uh, is it. So I welcome it. I'm excited, and uh, let's see what happens. Thanks, guys.
1: Mark, we appreciate it, thanks, it, buddy. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think – I do think this idea of a, of a step forward and, – and you mentioned the running game. Mark mentioned the running game. I just think if you've got an offensive line that's uh, that's banged up and, and maybe a couple guys struggling like a Jedrick Wills, and you've got – a defense that has been hit or miss against the the ground game. You got a quarterback that's got a little rust on him and maybe struggling. I think the best thing you can do is have a really exotic run game where you just throw a lot at the defense because it's going to take pressure off Deshaun, the passer. I think it's going to yep. take pressure off the offensive line, and I think ultimately it takes pressure off the defense. That that to me is the beauty of. And I said it earlier. I can't remember if I said it to you. Give me uh, Deshaun, Kareem. And Nick Chubb, all in the same backfield, out of the shotgun. Give me some RPOs out of that, and I I, not just the Bengals' defense. I think a lot of defenses in the NFL would wilt against that kind of talent and pressure. Trying to stay disciplined.
2: I think you're right. You know, when you put that much pressure on a defense with those uh, or that many weapons, uh, it's really tough to defend. And your your best point there, Nick, was taking the pressure off the defense. When the defense feels like it doesn't have to every time get a stop, or if they give up a score or a big play, they know okay, just keep keep plugging along, like keep playing because you know Deshaun's going to put up points, and it's going to be a slugfest. And in the end, you know all you have to do is maybe make one or two plays in the fourth quarter and give yourself a chance to win. Like that's the thing; it's the belief that the team now has or should have now that you know you've got a franchise quarterback.
1: Ty sending in at Nick Wilson says and at Dustin Fox 37 on Twitter. Uh, the biggest factor this weekend is the offensive line. Willis, or, or Wills, uh, Teller and Froholt are graded out in the bottom of the NFL for offensive line for the last few weeks. I will agree. Like, the offensive line really has to have and, and I'll tell you why. Two names. Trey Hendrickson and DJ Reader. Real quick, buddy. Let's get Demos. Demos, we got about 60 seconds, buddy. What you got for us?
4: Alright, last week I said Deshaun should only throw around 20. He threw 22. I think we got to keep him, keep the you know keep him on the short leash here, throwing the ball, especially after last week. Clearly the rust isn't off. I don't know about his nerves, but I think you just you just nailed it a a second ago. Though we got to keep Burrow, you know like like unwinning and not winning against the Browns anymore. We got to keep him off the field. Got Joe Mixon coming back. He's going to be fresh. I, you know, like this whole thing about, you know, Joe Burrow with the o three o four against the Browns, that's going to come crashing down one of these days, and it's going to be spectacular when it does. But I don't want it to be this weekend. So, Deshaun, like you said, keep it, keep keep the leash on him short. Let Chubb, let do what you got to do to keep Joe Burrow off the field. That's that's number one, in my opinion.
1: Demos, you're the best, buddy. We appreciate
2: you. Thank you, buddy.
4: Thanks. See ya.
1: Demos and Shaker there. Uh, 216-578-0092. What's the bare minimum the Browns need from Deshaun this weekend to win against the Cincinnati Bengals?
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?